You're listening to episode number 256 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. We'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. While my intelligence can still be questioned, Tony, what cannot be questioned is my intellectual property. <laughs> because it is it is legit. It's legal now, Tony. I am I am I'm officially an LLC. Oh, look out. Business owner. Yeah. I, I, I figured I've been working my ass off for these vintage. I mean, so much that we, and we've got a huge announcement for this show. Something that's been, I, I can't even say it's been in the works. But, you know, let's just say, you know, since the inception of doing a show that it, it, it this is the next step of that. So that aside... All of the all of the writing that I've been doing over the last year, and all these 360 Vegas or these uh, 360 vintage Vegas that I, I have ready to go, just need uh, recorded, edited, released. I I realized, and and you you know this because we've had this conversation. I'm like, someone might sue me, <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's not that what I'm going to share is salacious or like that's to the contrary that's one of the struggles that i have whenever i start working on a vintage piece that is based in in vegas mafia lore is all of that unconfirmable myth bullshit like over exaggeratable bullshit it's actually one of the reasons why I love Casino. I've explained this to Karen, the movie Casino, and it took me so long to finally love it. But why I love it is that from all the research I have, like documented research that I've done, that movie is shockingly accurate when it comes to its violence. Like, it is not over-exaggerated. And a lot of the stuff, while it may not be exaggerated, it's impossible to confirm, and when you go through as much Vegas information as I have, and you read so many versions of the same truth, especially the the Bugsy Siegel farce that is forced upon everybody, I fucking hate salacious details. I hate them. That being said, one of the things I've also learned in the vast amounts of research I've done... Vegas people like to sue a lot. <laughs> and uh, Sheldon Adelson will kind of sue you 
for just giving him the stink eye. So <laughs> I, I, and I, and I, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we're doing a Sheldon show, but and I'm also not saying we aren't doing a Sheldon show, but I, I, I'm, we are writing about several, we are writing, I've written about several people already. There, there's an entire narrative that I, I've talked about offline that I, I'm, I'm proud to, to say without any hint of exaggeration that I'm literally going to tell a narrative, a multi five to six part story that has never been told before. And the reason I can boldly say that and know that I'm saying it accurately is because I had to fucking research it so I could actually tell it. So I just wanted to be safe and now I am I am legit. So they, they, may, they may bankrupt 360 Vegas LLC but they will not bankrupt my personal wealth, which is, Good. It, it's not much, but still. It's almost as close, right? Right. <laughs> you can have my board game collection. Right. And Don't take Thomas the computer, King come on. Well, it's part of Vegas, uh, 360 Vegas LLC, but God damn it. Oh, that's great. No, congratulations, that's very cool. I think that is a wise idea. It's, uh, it's something that you and I have been discussing on and off for quite a while now. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad that you did it. Do you want to share with the listeners where your uh, LLC is um, domiciled? Well, that would be in the glorious state of Nevada. Yes, it is. Which makes it even better, really? Because then it's like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a business in Nevada. They know right. me. I mean, well, I mean, at least the commerce, you know, knows me. Right, <laughs> yes. There is some uh, bureaucrat that works for the... Bureau of Corporation and Securities out in Nevada right now. Right. They just got something called 360 Vegas comma LLC that they just took their little date stamper and just went chink chink on and just filed it away. Like, what? <laughs> oh, oh, 360 Vegas original. It's funny. I had a. I won't. I won't share them here just for intellectual property purposes. But uh, I, I had others that it, it was kind of a, a fun, interesting thing. Like, oh, what the fuck is the name of my business going to be? And it got to a point where. I had a, a completely out of left field idea. And now back to the non-Patreon portion of the podcast. Oh, Tony, Tony, what is that? They'll know soon. They'll know soon. I think we should probably start the show. We should. He's Mark. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The original plans for the Dunes Oasis Casino was a see-through glass pyramid. The finished project was the round building that we all know, or those that are familiar with it know. It was built of tinted glass, made to intentionally disappear at night, only accentuated by the neon signage around it. Now, the thing I thought, other than, oh my God, they're going to build a pyramid? That's crazy. The thing that I thought was extra interesting when I learned about this is how the fuck, when they built Luxor, and the fact that it disappeared at night, and they're like, oh, shit, we got to come up with lights. Uh, uh, lights, we'll line it, we'll line it. How did, how did they not know that? Yeah, that's that's interesting, and it's pretty cool that the Dunes was that far ahead since it took, what, conservatively 30 years to finally come around to actually creating the pyramid and having a light to find a way to accentuate, you know, so you could see it indeed at night. Was it third? No, I think it was only like 10 or 15 years. But I, regardless, because the Oasis extension was, do you remember that time before everybody started, uh, started? I don't know why I said it like that. But before everybody started redoing, like the huge building boom as everything was going on, 
you had extensions, like the sands had an extension that had some sort of hexagonal opening area that I don't know what the fuck it was. And like everybody was doing these extensions and, and that's what the Oasis Casino was. Like when you looked at at the Oasis Casino at the Dunes or the Dunes Oasis, whatever the hell it was, they did not fit. They did they didn't go together. They were couldn't have been more of a juxtaposition. Like it, it, they just kind of smashed them together. So th- so that thing was only like 10 or 15 years old. But it, I digress. It, the point being, there was already a basis of knowledge there that somehow the Circus Circus people completely <laughs> overlooked. So is the Dunes Oasis Casino an entirely different entity than it was the Dunes Casino? It is like the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville Casino to Flamingo uh, as gotcha. the Oasis Casino was to the Dunes. Okay. It was just a it was just a hey here's here's another section you're like that's the same building? Like yeah. All right. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. All right. Neat. Well, let's move on to Twit Pick of the Week. Another example of circumstantial magic only available in Las Vegas. The moment I saw Cosmo 1261 Mark's picture, I knew it was Twit Pick of the Week. While typically it would have been in the running for the accolade in last week's show, last week's winner was already chosen and had its monologue written before this picture was discovered. So according to the rules that I've made up to govern this whole process, that meant it couldn't be considered for the honor until this week. So yay for loopholes. <laughs> loopholes that I've had to create to get around right. my own rules. Right. And, and he ran them past me, and they passed the bylaws. So I, <laughs> this, this is legit. The 360 Vegas LLC is in compliance with <laughs> its own bylaws. At Cosmo 1261 Mark's picture captures a moment in Vegas, I have to imagine, everyone who loves the city, enough to enjoy this podcast, or at least tolerate, has experienced Magic Hour. That moment when the exterior lights of the casino compete for attention with the sun while it fades in the distance. But much more than that, it's a reality check. When you accidentally step outside of the haze of Vegas glory to realize things are happening out in the real world, not nearly as amazing as what you're currently doing. And remembering that there are people all around the world suffering because they currently aren't you in Las Vegas seeing views like this. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That is a, the minute I looked at the picture, ooh, hey, Patreon subscribers, I've got a little insider tip for you. Nice. There's a Patreon gift Easter egg. That is awesome. Anyway, when I saw the picture, Mark, I immediately had a had a gasp of breath because it was gorgeous. Anybody that's ever walked out of the Venetian, particularly at that upper level where you have to kind of take the stairs and then the the ramp to get down knows that that view it's a gorgeous view it's it's awe-inspiring i'm sorry go go no no, and i was just saying and and it took my breath away so i I thought i see why mark would pick this one as a twit pick of the week because it's just it's a gorgeous view well done to uh cosmo 1261 mark it's like you can have that experience in many other places but there's something about that one the way that it's elevated, 
it's that's amazing. I've seen that before, and it immediately took me to that second. I know exactly where that individual is standing to take that picture. Yep. Before we move on from the, uh, this week's Twit Pick of the Week, we should talk about last week's Twit Pick of the Week. There was quite a bit of fun Twitter buzz about the whole concept of the awe that is Vegas and whether you lose that awe from the visual of what it looks like to be, for example, at the Paris restaurant right. and seeing that vision. You know, Chris Moore commented in, uh, you know, on the Twitter feed about it. Uh, I think uh, Josh made a couple of comments about it. You really struck a nerve, and I mean that in a good way. Yeah. You really tapped into the listener's interest about having that awe of what it's like to see it, and sometimes you take it for granted, mm-hmm. and sometimes you can look at it and go, damn, you never get tired of that. And, and I yeah. think that's what's cool about it is it's such a juxtaposition then with this particular week where we all know that, but how can you not look at Cosmo Mark's picture and not be like, damn, yeah. this is why we love Vegas. Right, right. I, I, I'll tell you what, I, I never understood, actually, there's several things this week that I never understood until just recently, but in this case, I, I had never understood why artists, like, uh, you know, musicians or, or uh, uh, movie directors, writers, whatever it is, they don't like to tell you what they had in mind when they had, you know, created whatever they created, because they like to hear how it influences other people. Weeks like this, I get it. It's super fun. I mean, while I don't hold back anything, on on the flip side, it does the same thing. You know, I share with you these monologues and, you know, whatever inspired me to to write them. And I have what I think are very clear intentions. And it isn't that people are misunderstanding it, but it's like what, what I say strikes a nerve with people in different ways. And it's fascinating to see like going really what i said inspired that that's so cool it is yeah well look as always we will link to the photo on our blog we'll feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, pinterest facebook google plus twitter as well as the enhanced version of the show which you should be seeing right now mark let's move into the news This one is super cool. This one is going to be fun to chat about. Talk to us about the 360 Patreon. It's funny. As I was writing this, it it occurred to me, and this is a whole thing. I'm going to try not to digress too much because I know I wrote it well, and I don't don't want to try and jump ahead. But something I know I didn't write about is the idea occurred to me when I got the first piece of negative feedback about what we're going to talk about here is... People asked for this, and it and it immediately made me think of the 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 other people we've heard say that that we know are full of shit, which is the casino saying, you know, well people a- people ask for for you know uh, resort, resort fees, fees. And, and like on no come on, no no and then you know having this you know what what's happened with what we're about to talk about. I'm like, is there really any chance that somebody did? Because I would have never in a million years thought people would have been like. No, no, no. I know you're giving it away. You should totally charge for this. Like, what? Like, no, no, no. I would totally give you money. Like, well, then just give me money. Like, well, I'm not going to give you money unless you make the effort. <laughs> like, 
right, whatever. <laughs> 360 Vegas has launched its subscription-based service offering premium content with Patreon. I struggled with the pricing structure for weeks, but finally decided to make it easy. You've got one tier, and it will give you everything. For $7 a month, you'll get all the content we put out. And let me clarify, $7 a month is the minimum that you need to pay. I don't want to discourage anyone who can afford it and thinks that we deserve it. You can elect to pay more per month. That is the minimum. And the reason why I stress that is, one, please give me as much money as you would like. And two, we elected to go with $7 because we felt it walked the line between not enough and too much. But for a minimum of $7 per month, you'll get the regular weekly show and 360 Vegas reviews before the free version is released. But you're going to get way, way more than that. You'll have exclusive access to bonus round podcasts, 360 Vintage Vegas, 360 Origins, the thing that everyone is talking about. Three, this was such a throwaway idea that I can't believe is blown up. 360 Vegas movies and other things we feel we need to put 360 in front of for some reason. That's great. I love it. <laughs> moving, I love it. <laughs> moving forward. Those electing to continue enjoying the free show will only receive previews of these podcasts, five to ten minutes, just samplings of the content available to subscribers. Past episodes of 360 Vintage Vegas and other premium content have already migrated over to the subscription-only access. Your subscription also gives you access to insider information, like what's in the 360 Vegas pipeline, before it ever makes it to general release, if it ever makes it to general release. Information like what we're currently working on for bonus rounds, Vintage Vegas, plans for 360 Vegas vacation, and even early access to RSVP to 360 Vegas vacation events before it's officially announced. At times, you'll even have the opportunity to share feedback along with like-minded individuals on the creative direction of the show when creativity is in need of direction, and I assure you, it is often. I really hope that you are as excited about this as I am, as much as I struggled with it, that I'm finally comfortable with the dollar value that I've assigned to something I, I truly feel has value to it, and I, I just I really look forward to getting back to just being creative and working on the show's content, because with 360 Vegas Vacation 6 and Patreon, it's just taken up so much of my time over the last two to three weeks. And, and I've had to put vintage and bonus round contents on, on hold because I, I knew, like, the value, I knew it was there. It got to a point where I'm like, you're an idiot if you just keep giving this out. You're a complete idiot. It's not like the free show, you know, you've come up with that. You've, you've built an audience with that. And, you know, not everybody asked for vintage and, you know, the, the other bonus round footage that we had. I mean, not that they fucking asked for the original shit, but to me, I was like, I made the extra effort. I'm the one that is saying, no, there is value to this. And many of you are saying this as well. But that there is value to this. But that doesn't mean I need to go, okay, well, you're not getting anything, though. You're not getting anything, though. So I was in an internal struggle ensued. And now that we've gotten all the business things out of the way, back to being creative. Again, patreon.com. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash 360 Vegas. 
or go to the blog, 360VegasPodcast.com, click on the Patreon link, and it will take you to the Patreon subscription page. I know this isn't the end of it, Tony, so now it's your turn. Uh, listen, uh, there's so little that I'm going to be able to say that's going to be able to truly encapsulate for the listener the amount of time and effort that goes into just Vintage Vegas. I spent literally one week with you trying to work on a Vintage Vegas with you, and I tapped out. I was like, this is this is <laughs> so time-consuming because you, and I don't mean this in a derogatory way, you run down rabbit holes. Yeah. There is a throwaway sentence in some paragraph, and you're like, well, wait a minute. I want to know more about this person or that bar or that contract and you'll go off and you'll go research and try to find stuff on you know that person or that bar or that contract that i'm like dude man yeah i'm out i will stick to my lazy man's uh 360 uh, legal lounge because you do put so much time and effort and work into it to throw in then other things like the origins and my goodness this vegas movies for listeners i'm not going to let the cat out of the bag on this but Mark and I have been texting back and forth about what this is going to look like, what this is going to entail, how this will probably play itself out. That in and of itself is going to be worth the price of admission to have that Patreon subscription because it's going to be so much fun. And I cannot believe technology these days and what can be done. And yes. I, I'm given too much even to say that aspect, but I'm just going to say, you, Mark, have some really fun, cool things coming down the pipeline, and you, Mark, deserve to be compensated for the time and effort and energy that goes into... You know, people tell me all the time, heck, this is even an argument that you and I have, and, and, and certainly Karen and I have, which is, what do what is my real value to this podcast? And I've said it before, I've said it at 360 Vegas Vacations, I'll say it on the podcast, as far as I'm concerned, I'm the idiot that shows up, gets drunk, says off-the-wall <laughs> stuff, right? I mean, you know what, Josh? You can go hug yourself for saying that my uh, that last week's Tony was um, was a hot mess because I said, that's offensive. I'm a hot mess every week. <laughs> How dare you single out last week? <laughs> That you was know, that was mediocre in comparison right, to what I've done before. Uh, yeah, and and oh, Josh, wait until we're in Vegas together. It's gonna be awkward. Um, <laughs> but seriously, like that's to me, that's really the value that I bring to the show. I show up, I get drunk, I say off the wall and inappropriate things, and Mark has never chastised me. He's never asked me to reel it in, <laughs> uh, and and so when you hear this podcast, ninety-eight percent of this podcast is Mark's creative uh, juices, you know, being presented to you. Anyway, uh, enough giving you verbal fellatio. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think that if anybody that's going to give you guff over this, you're never going to make them happy anyway. You're still getting the podcast for free. I mean, we're not, we're not going exclusive content only. Yeah. But there are going to be some exclusive content only. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fair. You know, it's it's what what helped me to understand. Listen, I'm the kind of guy that when you know I'm getting my change back and I realize they gave me too much money, I'm like, whoa, 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 no, no, no. This is you gave me too much. This isn't for me. I've had situations where 
where I end up getting something that I know I don't deserve and I make a concerted effort. Like we ended up getting something like through the mail, like uh, there was a customer service situation and they're like, oh no, we're really sorry. We'll, we'll replace that. We'll send it out to you for free. And I realized what I reached out to them for, I'm like, oh shit, that piece I said was missing. No, it's over here. And I'm like, hey, can I, can I pay you for this? Or can I like send it back or, or whatever? And like, but it's free, sir. I'm like, yeah, but I don't di- like it was different when it was, hey, this thing's broke. Can you send me the? Oh, no, it's not broke. It's right over here. Once I kind of wrap my head around the concept, like I'm the guy that's given money to Wikipedia. So I'm like, do you have any idea how often I go, you know, Bugsy Siegel Wiki, you know, or something like everything is like, just give me. The- I-, I understand it's not 100 percent factual, but I'm like, I need to start somewhere. Uh, what's this? All right. Let's see what we got here. I'm the guy that has given them money. So once I could wrap my head around people going, no, I know you want to give it to me for free, but I want to give, you shouldn't be giving this out. I should be giving you money for this. Like, all right, I can, I can, I mean, I can identify with that. All right. So let's, so you, I just got to do this thing over here that you need. Yeah. Just set, set up, set up the thing. Okay. I'll do that. <laughs> so we came up with the price and here we are. Well, and one last thing is to say that you've also come up with really cool ideas to provide additional content that's outside of the podcast to compensate, meaning, listen, folks have been saying, yeah, we want to give Mark money just as a thank you to show our appreciation for the podcast. And you go, okay, okay, fine. I'll take your money, begrudgingly, I'll take your money, but then I'm going to throw additional shit on top of it so that I feel justified in taking your money. And here it is. So that being said, we've probably belabored it. Any other thoughts before we, uh, before we close this section out? No, we'll go. I I assure you this won't be the last we hear of it, but it's the last you'll hear of it of this show. I think that what we definitely should talk about is the 360 Vegas Vacation 6 update because, oh yeah, that also has been making some major (laughs) positive waves on Twitter this week. Yes. We are happy to announce some good and bad news. First, the bad. In my haste to confirm, our featured guests at 360 Vegas Family Meet and Greet at Skyfall Lounge at Mandalay Bay we overlooked a clearly stated but still overlooked specific. While our friends at You Can Bet On That will be joining us for 360 Vegas Vacation 6, they will not be able to actually attend the meet and greet on Monday night as they have prior commitments that they have to attend to. Now the good news. We have two more confirmed featured guests. Actually three. We have three. Three confirmed featured guests. The Neon Vacation Blog, Vegas Oonts, and the Vegas Confession Cafe. Cafe? What the fuck? I'm just making shit up now. The Vegas <laughs> that, that's, that's not a thing. That's no. Not. The Vegas Confessions Podcast. Where did I get cafe out of podcast? <laughs> Jesus. I also feel we need to reiterate. Before we move on, I want to reiterate. I, I, I feel like it's lost on some people, and it isn't lost on me, Tony, that when we say Travel Zork, is one of the confirmed featured guests at the 360 Vegas family meet and greet. I don't think what you realize is you're getting the guy, one of the founders of Travel Zork, the man behind its content, Michael Traeger, also known as at Baccarat Guy. I mean, I'm not saying he's the Steve Wynn of Vegas new media, but I'm heavily implying it. Or subliminally leading you to infer it or at the very least drawing a correlation to Richard Branson I I just I think my job is done 
I believe, I believe that is the definition of verbal fellatio. <laughs> this, uh, I'm just going to put it out there. Okay, so, <laughs> fun story. Uh, when I listened to last week's 360 Vegas podcast, it was as new to my sober ears <laughs> as it was to all of the listeners out there. Oh. Is uh, to say... I never expected, yet I am elated at the number of people that are reaching out to us saying, hey, listen, I'm doing this. I'm coming out for 360 Vegas Vacation 6. I'm a brand newbie. Tony, you wanted us to like introduce and call ourselves out to being a first-time 360 VV6 participant. Awesome. And it's been outstanding. It has been just outstanding, the number of people. Again, Josh, Han, these people that are coming out that are that are looking forward to experiencing some of them like, I don't know if I really know what I'm getting myself into. And I'll be the first to admit, you don't know what you're getting yourself no, into. No, you have I no idea. You're going to have a wonderful time between people like Phil and Mitch and Eric. They're not going to let you be a wallflower. They no. will pull you in. Christina will ensure that you're having a great time. Don't and, and you've not, talked about this on the podcast. Not, before, not, Mark, not saying people. that they're going to make you uncomfortable. They're just going to make sure you're having a good time. If you're quiet over in the corner and you're having fun, that's all they care about. That's right. all they care about. No one's gonna, no one's gonna be like, you gotta get out of here and do this. Don't start fucking scat. Because I'd be that guy, be like, fuck that. I'm never going to 360 Vegas vacation again. They're not doing that. People fucking care that everybody's having fun. It's amazing. Uh, you you're right. Let me clear, clearly state, you won't be ignored, right? You yes. won't, no one's going to ignore you. No one's going to pass you by. People will say hello to you and people will say hi. And and you, you allow yourself the opportunity to decide what level of um, interaction you want to yeah. engage in. Yep. Because one other thing that needs to be repeated, Mark, you've said this dozens and dozens of times and it needs to be repeated. The listeners get to pick and choose what portions of the 360 Vegas vacation itinerary they want to attend. Yeah. It's their vacation as much as that is our vacation. You come to what looks fun, you skip out on the things that you may not may not be nearly as fun, or perhaps you've got other to-do list items that you need to get checked off while you're in Vegas. We get that. We respect that. This is gonna be a blast though. So to all the newbies that are reaching out, please continue to reach out and say, hey, here we are. And and um and we're looking forward to you. You know it's funny. I remember when we first started, you know, uh, reporting on how how great 360 Vegas Vacation is. I, I kind of thought it was very similar to anybody who's an Oasis fan. You know, will will know, or or even casually know that Oasis kind of they 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 operated under the concept that if we just tell everyone that we're the biggest band in the world. You know, everybody kind of starts to buy into it. I mean, now you can argue whether or not they were, but you know, at some point, you whether you agree or not agree, you are, are at least aware that that is what they're referred to as. And and I kind of thought, I'm like, do we keep overselling this? And you're like, you know, what, six of them in, you're like going, no, we're not exaggerating. <laughs> like there's a there's enough confirmation. Be like going, there's no way I could have possibly duped this many people into my bullshit. <laughs> it's like at some point you're going, no, it's probably pretty legit at this point. <laughs> I think what's most cool about it is that it'd be different if we were starting to stagnate 
right? If we weren't getting new faces at oh, these at these every events, fucking time. But each time we hold one of these, and and we may not get the same people from uh, Vegas Vacation Six in May that'll come out in Vegas Vacation Seven. Chris and Julie Moore have already said, listen, we are a hundred percent in for Vegas Vacation Six. We may not make it to number seven, or Mike. He goes by, uh, I think he goes by like Metal Mike or something like that on Twitter. He said, well, I can't make it to to six, but I guarantee you my wife and I will be out for the the February, um, excuse me, the Labor Day 360 event like they were a year ago at that time. It's we keep getting this, uh, you know, people that will that can can either make one or the other, which was part of why. That was the point. That was the entire point. It was never it was never to go. No, come to Vegas more. It was like, oh, shit, you couldn't make it this time. What about this time? Can you make exactly. it? Oh, let's do that. Yeah. And then to add new faces to those times is is super cool. It's it's a lot of fun. And like I said, for the newbies that are out there, I'll be the one you're going to have to watch out for. I, I apologize <laughs> ahead of time. I'm, I'm a lot to deal with. Just ask Eric Rosenthal and, and Mitchell and Phil and Bogan and Christina. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So moving on, we've got Brilliant Opens at Neon Museum. The first of two new featured attractions, a part of the Neon Museum expansion, is opening February 1st. It's called Brilliant! Exclamation point. And if the teaser trailer is any indication, you know that one thing you always thought would make the Neon Museum even cooler? Yeah, it's going to do that. Brilliant! is a 30-minute outdoor sound and light attraction that will bring all, or most of, those classic signs and make them work again. Oh my God. All while set to music, all around you. Concerned about how hot it might get getting around that many neon tubes and light bulbs? Well, don't be. Lasers and hologram technology are being used to create the illusion that the signs are being reanimated. And like I said, if the preview is anything like what you're gonna see, Good fucking luck being able to tell the difference. Tickets to Brilliant are $23 for adults with the traditional discounts available to locals, military, etc. Shows are going to be Wednesday through Monday. They're going to start at 6 p.m. and run every hour until 9 p.m. And because I cannot control my enthusiasm for this, if this is as cool as it looks like it's going to be, expect this to be a featured event at 360 Vegas Vacation 7. Good. Yeah. Good. If there's one thing that I couldn't be more supportive of, it's the idea of doing whatever they need to do to make some of these original, I'll say original signs, look like what it would have been in the 50s and the 60s when they would have been lit up. And frankly, $23 doesn't seem like enough money to charge. I couldn't agree with you more. Like, that, just that little tiny preview. It's like 15 fucking seconds. We've got a link on the blog. It's like 15 seconds. You're like, holy shit. That's going to happen around me. I'll be able to stand next to that while that happens. Are you fucking kidding me? That is, oh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It's, that's, uh, that is most definitely. And for folks who haven't done the Neon Museum, just generally, go do it. Do it during the daytime like I have because it's breathtaking to get to see during the day. Save this brilliant, I literally and figuratively, 
brilliant for a, for a Vegas vacation. There's a reason why I never went to the evening thing because I'm like, it's not, it, it's instantly going to annoy me because I'm like, this is what it would look like in the past. And now well, it's like, and tell people why why that is specifically. Though. Because they use exterior light, and so and I I hate to say anything negative about the the uh, neon museum, but what they, and and one of the things that I commented in in the story is that logistically relighting up these old signs whether you know whether it's too expensive to do because it's old and you know you're trying to to keep up with or not keep up you're trying to make old technology continue to work the cost involved but the fucking sheer heat of something that used to be high up in the air that nobody had to worry about being next to that i can't fathom the insurance rates you'd have to pay about no 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 we're gonna turn it on. Like, are you fucking high? No, you're not turning that on and letting people buy it. Everybody walks out with skin cancer. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> they all look like George Hamilton <laughs> after the tour. So, the the night tours that they would do was all based on exterior lighting. So it it was like floodlights showing you this, and and, and I'm not saying that it didn't look cool, but when you have somebody that just is fucking head over heels in love with neon just entranced by it and not even just neon like the lighting that they that they did with those when you know what that thing was supposed to look like and then you see it just exterior lit you're like mm, yeah, okay whatever this thing i'm like oh my god it's gonna happen i'm gonna fucking see it. i may cry <laughs> i may cry at this <laughs> yeah. yeah it's this is this should absolutely if if everything comes together like they project it will and I have no reason to doubt them go but please go in the meantime and support them give them your money oh the now. day you so gotta go can. yeah the day is yeah that cannot be questioned that that is amazing during the day it's amazing the other thing that floors me that some people have not yet done is the mob museum but it's got a speakeasy and distillery update to go with it speaking of potential featured events at future 360 Vegas vacations. Leave it to Eater Vegas to sort through an RJ article, basically doing what we do with prop bets and pulling out the one thing we actually cared about in it and elaborated on it. Eater Vegas is reporting that the new 2018 attraction my co-host gets instantly wet for, and I'm not talking about Karen, I'm talking about Tony, all right? It's not a funny joke if I say Karen because it's a bit garish. I mean, while awesome, a bit garish. But <laughs> in t- <laughs> She's not even here, so it's not as funny, but eh, I, whatever. Hopefully she'll listen and I'll hear, <laughs> April 18th, the Speakeasy and Distillery at the Mob Museum is opening. Original plans called for the development of a 2,600-square-foot exhibition, exhibition space documenting the history of the Prohibition era, complete with a speakeasy bar hidden behind a nondescript door featuring house-brewed beer and real moonshine made on-site from corn mash served in in mason jars. I knew I was going to do that. The new space will also feast... Jesus Christ. I know, right? I I had some of that corn mash. It's good shit. The new space will feature a new cafe and retail, but I don't give a shit about that stuff right now. I am 
already seeing the makings of a very different 360 Vegas Vacation downtown experience forming in our very near future. It's not going to happen at 6, but it may very well happen at 7. Maybe not all of it, but fuck, Tony, fucking seriously. Between these two ideas, is your mind not fucking... I know it's blown. I already know it's blown. This is outstanding. We have had listeners who have either had this on their bucket list or have said, my God, you haven't done this. I'll personally take you to go do X and and fill in the blank of what X might be just so that you can experience it because you have to do it. And, And between the Neon Museum and the Mob Museum, and there are a fair number of 360 folk that we know of who have missed out on one or both of these, this is going to be the time you will not regret these experiences. These are things that you'll be like, damn, I'm pissed at myself for having waited this long to have done prior to now. And credit to them, credit to them. They created what what they needed to get my attention for this because the thing I was always afraid of is I'm like, the mob museum's too long. I can't imagine competing with the fucking, uh, you know, the tour guide about like, no, 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 it's bullshit, bugs, you go to new fucking dude. You know, but these are things that I'm like, holy shit, this is it. This is what I was looking for. Something where I can go, no, 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 no. There's the mob museum. No, you should go see the mob museum, definitely. That's not what we're going to show you right now. I'm going to give you a snippet of the mob museum. And then if you don't want to do it after that, I can't fucking help you. Uh, I'm literally giving you the best of version snippet I can give you. Like, going, this is a taste of it. Just a taste of it. They they did this, and they need to be celebrated for it. This is going to be outstanding. This whole prohibition bar oh, idea is so going cool. to be outstanding. I can tell you, Mark, I've never been downtown and not gone into the Mob Museum's gift shop because I always pick up another book, nice. another T-shirt, something yep. that is mo- or, or a DVD, like a documentary DVD. It's just get me drunk at the mob museum and then send me into the the gift shop <laughs> are you sure you someone's been doing some demographic studies and they're like going did you know how many people just keep coming back and buying shit can you imagine what they would do if we got them drunk <laughs> and it's really this little porker guy over here from michigan He's- <laughs> give him food and booze well he'll never leave <laughs> right. i look forward to having a wing named after him <laughs> All right, speaking of a new wing being named, how about the Win West? Either previously misreported or a complete departure from the original plans, it was announced this week that Wynn intends to build on his newly acquired real estate, formerly home to the frontier, rather quickly. That's a quote, rather quickly. In the fourth quarter earnings call, he told analysts that he didn't think the design and development period is going to take very long for Win West because it's a project he's been thinking about for a long time. That's, by the way, that's going to be the name of it, it Win West, because it's on the west side of the street. Win West will be a 2,000, 3,000 room property that will connect to the Encore Beach Club across the street via an air conditioned umbilical hallway that will run over Las Vegas Boulevard. And suddenly the concept for the entire project comes into focus. 
The number one complaint coming out of Wynn Resorts properties in Vegas has been the culture clash between the wealthy gamblers that like to stay at the property and the Brody Jenners of the world that also like to stay at the property for very different reasons. The nightclub crowd and high rollers have not exactly gotten along from the moment when reinvented the game of charging astronomical prices for booze so those famous for being famous can entice their conquest for the evening to drop their knickers. Win West appears to be an attempt to address the problem via voluntary segregation. That isn't to say club goers would be forced to stay at Win West, but if history has taught us anything, if you build it, especially in Vegas, and they like it, that crowd will go where you direct them. While a specific schedule to completion has... <laughs> I didn't intend that. Well, a specific schedule to completion was not shared, the expectation was set at, quote, in three years or so. It's also unclear if they will adopt the slogan, Win West, Date Rape Here. That's not, that's not a quote. <laughs> I found the first lawsuit against 360 Vegas LLC. Man, that didn't take long. No, not at all. <laughs> Season desist, direct here. <laughs> In all seriousness, Wynn's purchase and prompt plans for development could single-handedly ensure that Resorts World and the new owners of Fountain Blue will finish and open their respective projects. It also subtly indicates that previous owner, James Packer, had no fucking idea how valuable the land they bought was or what to do with it to capitalize on its potential. While revitalizing just the North Strip would seem to pale in comparison to when he revitalized the entire Las Vegas market with the Mirage, what you need to contextualize is this. The Vegas market he built in in the late 80s wasn't considered anywhere near the toxic, barren wasteland North Strip has come to be considered over the last decade. Wynn proclaimed he expects Vegas to soon enter into another renaissance that will last the next 20 years thanks to the new IRS tax breaks and the effect that they will have on stimulating the economy. Or at stimulating the economy. <laughs> They're going to stimulate on the economy. <laughs> All over it. They're just going to stick. It's going to be the hugest stimulation you've ever It's going to be so That's sticky. <laughs> <laughs> they got we got a target. <laughs> but nice the North Strip, the tramp stamp of the strip. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While traditionally located in the southern region, in Las Vegas it will be in the northern region of the strip. <laughs> An example of the optimistic climate, just the announcement of the plan to redo the tax code created can look no further than Wynn Resort's fourth quarter earnings in 2017. They quadrupled from the previous year. Say what you will about Trump, I work in an industry whose operations are intimately involved with income tax. The new tax code looks pretty, pretty good. In an attempt to seemingly confirm the trickle-down effect corporations claim such tax breaks cause in reality, 
Wynn made a point of informing he intends to share the benefits with his employees by giving raises and giving bonuses. Listen, I'm I'm on board with this. I have uh, so for fairly new 360 listeners. Uh, I'm relatively new to the Las Vegas world. My very first time to Vegas was in 2006. So relatively speaking, I'm a relatively newbie. I have not known a world with the stardust, with uh, the frontier. The frontier was, I, I did make it into the frontier one time before it closed, but I, I made it on its, on its last leg. So there's, I'm, I, I, I didn't know um, Win was not around. Win and Encore was not around at the time, and I'm not even confident that the Palazzo was around at nope, the time. Nope, it so, wasn't. Nope, nope. So there's there's a part of North Strip that I just don't have never known. So for me, this is wildly exciting to to build this Win West, and there's something about Win. He's yeah, I, look, I get he's a very polarizing individual. And hell, I saw the articles that were coming out today. He may not even be around by the time Win West opens. Yeah. But anything he seems to touch turns to gold. And I got to believe this is probably a very good sign for the other areas in that immediate vicinity to be able to do whatever they're going to want to do. Well, I mean, uh, let, let's look at the facts, Tony. He's never been wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah, not, not that's not an exaggeration. I know his company, Mirage Resorts, got bought, and that was just, that was, that's stock, and uh, there's a whole vintage coming for that, LLC. There's a whole vintage <laughs> coming for that. GM. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't because he was wrong. I mean, it, it, this guy is fucking undefeated. The fact that everybody it just kind of shit on north strip that it's done and over with and this guy's like oh no not only is it not fucking done i'm building as fast as i can fucking build this is going to be huge like oh fuck you guys suck. like to me james packer i mean on top of or carrie i think it's james i never fucking remember packer like on top of of the the poor decision making demonstrating by fucking mariah carey the idea that you had it. You had it. You had this land right here. This dude came in, and you took a, 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 a loss to get it. And he's like, yeah, well, listen, I'll give you this for this shitty land that you can't do anything with. Like, all right, fine, I got some money. Like, okay, we're building. Quick, go, go. Oh, my God, we're going to fucking make billions off this thing. Like, you fucking moron. Man. You got to assume that... that- when, when someone came to Packard, and, and I assume it's the same way with Howard Hughes, somebody came to Packard that didn't have the last name Wynn anywhere near associated with it. It was probably Poor Guy LLC right? <laughs> or, or 360 Vegas LLC. I know, right? <laughs> They're like, oh, and somebody wants it. <laughs> exactly. We'll sell. And lo and behold, yeah, it was Wynn's right-hand man that was the resident agent for that business to buy that land. They had, they, he, Packard couldn't have known who he was but sold, I mean, selling it to. But I mean, you still have to think that that guy is like, I just, like, if, if he's ever thought of suicide seriously before, like, right. Jesus Christ. I know I'm a billionaire. I know I'm a billionaire, but right. I, I couldn't be more embarrassed. 
someone's head is proverbially and maybe even literally rolling yeah. over that sale because oh, someone, God. an attorney, a CPA, someone should have done a little bit of digging to figure out who was connected to the, you know, entity buying the land from him. But yeah. anyway, I'm looking forward to it. I will echo your words. I'm a big, big fan of anything that wants to try in Vegas. I want it to be successful. Yeah, oh yeah. All right, so have you had the opportunity to see him in concert? Because Fuck, John yes. uh, Elton John is retiring, but it's uh, coming soon. I, I have, and if you haven't, I would recommend it. Although I will, I will caution, he can't hit the high notes anymore, but that doesn't mean he isn't still amazing. Elton John announced this week that he will retire from touring after his upcoming three-year global stint is over. (laughs) John cites a desire to spend more time with his family and children, ages 8 and 10. No word if that means... Those are his children, by the way, not his husband. (laughs) (laughs) That is really disturbing because he's 70, man. He's got kids at 8 and 10, and he's 70. Yeah, Yeah, when they're graduating high school, you're going to be... Yeah, yeah. Right. Could you yeah. imagine how how does that work? So, Dad, I'm going out for Little League. Will you throw the ball with me? No, but I can hire this twink to throw the ball for you. <laughs> right. Although, let's be honest, the, the guy is if 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 anyone can live for fucking 100, 110, whatever, it's, you know, multi-billionaires like fucking Elton John or multi-millionaires. Anyway. No word if his announcement means that he'll stop being a resident performer in Vegas as one of the appealing benefits to a Vegas Vegas residency is the lack of traveling required. In fact, the exact reason Elton is giving for retiring from touring is the same reason Celine Dion and Britney Spears used when they decided to become Vegas resident headliners. Currently, Elton John's residency at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace is scheduled to end May 19th, and he'll take a brief little hiatus before he begins his quote farewell yellow brick road tour begins in september of 2018 as i said a minute ago elton john is 70 but he's still i mean still he's amazing. still great yeah. and um the concert's over he goes off stage the house lights come on and these cute little old ladies sitting next to us and and this specifically sitting next to jen because jen heard it i didn't hear it this one little old lady turns to her other little old lady friend goes oh that was worth every penny (laughs) and it was i mean it was just the cutest thing ever but like they just they were enthralled by him and they were like well this is the this was worth every penny and Jen and I looked at each other and we're like but he's out back to the non-patreon portion of the show which is to say if you get the opportunity to go see Elton John in concert run don't walk to go see him if I had one life regret it's that I didn't get to see the Billy Joel Elton John dual concerts that they used to do my wife did go see that and she said that was blow your mind out standing of a concert so i'm i'm disappointed that the elton tiring but i kind of hope it's in favor of something like a vegas residency because he's absolutely he's worth going to see he shouldn't have to come to you you go to him i agree that's gonna do it oh for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items first up eater vegas reports that 
China Tang is opening in the space formerly home to Pearl across from Emerald's uh, New Orleans Fish House at MGM Grand this February. This will be the U.S. expansion Fong-based Sai Sun Dining Company, whose restaurants collectively have 10 Michelin stars between them. Wow, that's, that's actually quite impressive. That, and there's no way I would have thought that that's how you pronounce that. Well done. Well done. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, Las Vegas' first professional franchise, is not only the best expansion team in the history of professional sports to this point. The season isn't over. To this point, they are currently, as of the time of this writing, the best NHL team in the... They have the best record in the entire league. Completely unprecedented. Particularly because the good Michiganian or Michigander, there's there's a fight amongst folks <laughs> living in Michigan. What you call yourselves. Yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, as we record this today, uh, January uh, 26th, 2018, today is Michigan's 181st birthday. Yeah. So... Happy birthday, Michigan. Happy birthday, Michigan. Um, uh, by the way, in the same breath, I'd also like to say that I am a proud graduate of Western Michigan University. Okay, just to be nice. clear. Nice. For, for sports ball uh, folks out there that know what's going on <laughs> in the diddling world of that creepster, uh, I am a Western Michigan University graduate. <laughs> The movie theater most of you didn't even know existed in the Showcase Mall just north of the MGM has closed after more than 20 years on the Strip. The outdated space blamed the lack of amenities like stadium seating for its unsustainability. The closest movie theater option available to the Las Vegas Strip now resides at the Palms, which has the previous aforementioned amenities. Oh, well, okay, so it's stadium seating. Here's the deal. I want to know what person goes out to Las Vegas and goes, you know what we should be doing right now? Sitting in a theater watching a movie we could be doing back at home. That, why aren't we doing that right now? I would agree with you 100%, except this guy has done it twice. I don't, I don't even know this guy anymore. Okay, okay. We think I can, I can get away with in saying it was The Dark Knight Rises. All right? I saw it in an IMAX, and I saw it at the Palms. And I hadn't seen it yet, so I was like, oh, come on, we should just go. It was one of those lulls, one of those lulls in the day. The other one was a Jason Bourne movie, and I saw it in Neonopolis, and it was more like, we should go see a movie in Neonopolis. That'd be fucking amazing. What kind of movies they got here? What's going on? <laughs> so that was more like a, hey, I went to a movie in Neonopolis. But I agree, yes, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I believe that it's primarily why that place failed. And not only did you not even know it was there, but you're like, yeah, so I'm on the strip. I can think of, like, off the top of my head, dozens, plural, of things that I can do and watch a movie. But, yeah, I agree. The adult-oriented store, Go Sexy, at Flamingo, is closing. <laughs> So, so no go sexy. <laughs> Just go away. Right. <laughs> no word what is going to replace it. Two observations. Honestly, most people entrance, which is adorned by the oversized pair of legs and high heels and stockings leading up into the ceiling, seemingly into a short skirt. 
If that isn't painting a picture for you, it was made to look as if you could look up the skirt of this faux character located at the entrance of the store. Considering the gross... This is my second observation here. Officially. <laughs> Considering the gross food options Flamingo is infamous for, the idea of getting anything adult-oriented at Flamingo makes you wonder if a free case of VD came with any purchase. Hence, uh, uh, another reason I, I can wrap my head around why go sexy is go quickly. That's awesome. I'll tell you, so my wife and I stayed at the Flamingo on our most recent trip out to Vegas between Christmas and New Year. And because we had a rental car, you do have to walk past this particular yeah, store yeah. to get to the valet. And I mean, as many times as we left to go out and check out the things like Red Rock Casino or the Hoover Dam or whatever the case might be, not once, never did I or my wife or her brother or our mutual friend have any inclination that we wanted to even stop in to peruse what was going on. It. I am not surprised that that's closed out. Um, you know, maybe... 30 years ago, this would have been more avant-garde for someone to get to check oh, out and, yeah. and do. It, when I can order shit off from Amazon that yeah. it would be sold in this store, I, I'm an adult. I don't have to go to my local grocery store and buy, you know, um, apples and um, a, a People magazine and a box of condoms right. and some gum and, you know, cupcake, right? Like, it's just, right, it's one right. of those things you're, you're no longer sticking that in be like, oh, you know, since I'm here, I might as well grab some condoms, but, you know, right? right? It's, I can order this stuff off from Amazon. I don't need these go sexy stores. That's a good, that's a good point. Did you at least do the upskirt picture? Or not even necessarily a picture, but like going, hey, look, 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 I'm looking up her skirt. I'm looking up her skirt. It, I, I don't know if it's I am the product of the hashtag Me Too movement. It never even occurred to me to go and stand underneath it. I didn't. I don't. It's just no. I didn't. It didn't. I had no interest in it. All right. So Flava Flav was attacked this week at South Point by someone claiming the performer insulted his mother. Oh, this is awesome. So right. many jokes. Right. Flav received minor injuries as a result, and the attacker was cited for misdemeanor. Battery. Oh! That's <laughs> what makes this clock run is the battery. Right, no. I got it. I follow you. Ensuring no one forgets they still owe it. The RJ reported that Neonopolis has almost paid off their outstanding tax debt of $240,000 discovered last year by city auditors. We can mock it, but good for fucking them. Uh, from my understanding, they're four payments away from getting it done. As a reminder, Neonopolis and the city of Las Vegas share the cost of maintaining the on-site parking garage. Neonopolis stopped holding up their end of the bill a few years ago. A fact that was discovered, or that wasn't discovered, until an audit uncovered just how bad the city's accounting practices are. I love how, like, all the articles that spilled out after that, like, going, Neonopolis hasn't paid, like, a quarter of a million dollars. How did you not catch that? <laughs> it's like, well, but they, but they did something wrong. Like, yeah, but you didn't catch it. Fuck, <laughs> ah, good point. I assume the city's accountant was watching girls just want to have fun. <laughs> as you should. As you should. And, and, and they were treating it the same way I treated it as a 10-year-old boy. I just kept rewinding to the boobs part. 
she opens up her shirt. There are boobs. You know what's funny? I have a I have a theory because today, like, you don't have '80s B movies. You, you, they don't exist anymore, and they were a delight, Tony. They were a delight. Anybody who hasn't enjoyed '80s B movies, you knew an '80s B movie when you got into like almost immediately. Like, hey, I know that guy. I weren't you in that one movie? All right. <laughs> okay. Like. Oh, I've seen this movie before. How are you guys going to do it? This is going to be good. I'm looking forward to this. I have a theory. All of those people migrated over to video games because I assure you, while not nearly as entertaining as an 80s B movie where tits are involved or, or skiing or you know competitive skiing or, or something like that, um, the storylines are about as thin. They're yeah. about as thin. Oh, I love it. That's so cool. Oh, speaking of thin storylines, porn star Stormy Daniels was kicked out of Chateau at Paris for some reason just this last week. Now, we've no details to share because they weren't sourced from TMZ, and at this point, well, really, who the fuck cares? Or at the very least, Mark couldn't be bothered to. Now, Stormy Daniels has alleged that she had an affair with President Trump back in 2006 and was paid $130,000 or more in 2016 to not say anything about it during the election season. So, it would it would seem that someone is in breach of contract. <laughs> LLC. I'm versed in this shit now. Right? We, we just report it. Doesn't mean that we own it. <laughs> All right, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. This segment is brought to you by tickets.accessvegas.com. If you are going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at tickets.accessvegas.com. Interesting mashup here, uh, Mark. Kesha and Macklemore are performing at Mandalay Bay, Saturday, June 9th, Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $41. Now, before we move on, I want to talk about this. Okay. <laughs> I want to spit it out before, before, I, before I forget it. It's the Used to Be Relevant Tour. Uh, fine. I respect that. Because what I can't <laughs> figure out is, is Kesha trying to mature into who she is? Or is Macklemore being like, well, we're all getting a piece, so we yeah. might as well just travel together and put on concerts for forty-one dollars. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I don't. I, I, I'm with you, and I'm I'm not sure. Like, I feel bad for what happened to her with that whole tour manager thing, but at the same time, like, yeah, but your music kind of insinuate. Like, I kind of, oh God, I feel like a piece of shit even saying it, but like, as as a joke, let's clarify, as a joke, like you kind of get where he would be like, but I kind of assumed just listening to your music you'd totally be into this and now that we're like oh my god she totally wasn't into that we're like all right well, let's go to her concerts and listen to music that sounds like she's <laughs> clearly into this <laughs> let's assuage our guilt right. by paying 41 dollars <laughs> right. <laughs> all right oh that's you yeah that's me the killers are performing at the mgm grand saturday february 3rd shows start at 8 p.m tickets start at 
$8 million a piece. <laughs> or probably something much less, but somehow difficult to simply ascertain. I fucking hate you, Ticketmaster. And who's the other little cunt? Um, fucking Axe. Axe can eat my goddamn ass. Just tell me the price. Just tell me the fucking price. I understand your tickets aren't on sale for weeks in advance or whatever the fuck it is. Doesn't matter. Just tell me the fucking price. Demi Lovato and talks like he's mentally impaired. DJ Khalid are performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, March 3rd. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $30. So ridiculous. I I, I just don't like him. I like, I, I, I like him. I hate the commercials he's in. Because I'm like, every everybody that plays a caricature of somebody, every time I see them, all here is... Like, just dance don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on on our coming attractions calendar. Let's move into the river. All right, so we do have some listener feedback. Uh, in particular, do you want to uh, just go every other one here, or how do you want to handle this? Yeah, one? absolutely. So we had some PayPal donations. We got them from Shannon Shelley, Brian Barth, and Taylor Zhu. So Shannon writes, love the show. As everyone says, it really does make the time between trips more exciting. And it was great getting to meet Tony at Zorkfest last week. Uh, thanks for all you do. Can I jump in real quick and just say... Obviously, the Zork Fest wasn't last week, but obviously when Shannon sent this in, it was. It was cool to get to hang out with Shannon. I, I remember sitting and chatting with her for quite a while before we waited for like the next Zork Fest seminar to begin. She's a sweet young lady. It was great to get to hang out and talk to her, and hopefully, Shannon, you can make it out to a uh, Vegas vacation sometime. Yeah, we have to apologize to all these PayPal donations. Over the last several weeks, as we've been careening into various other conversations during the show we we they kept getting bumped from the uh from from the segment we were like jesus christ we're running long so uh we apologize your your thanks have been long overdue and uh i, I will i will personally pass that well i guess i personally passed on i don't know where the fuck i'm going with this i tried to do a transition i'm not good at that like tony i'm a writer okay <laughs> I, I didn't write this so that's why it's terrible this is what i wrote brian writes love the dune show thanks well, you are welcome, sir. You are welcome. So, we know Brian. Brian and his oh, Brian uh, beautiful rules. wife, Tanya, are, are frequent ageless. Vegas vacations. They're ageless, Tony. Okay. Did I insinuate they were old? No, I no, you didn't. I, I just wanted oh, to okay. reiterate just that sure. I, they are shockingly ageless. They will tell you their age, and you will believe they are oh, liars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those two fuckers sleep in Ziploc bags it's at night. It's unbelievable. Like, they are not aging. No. Yeah, that's... I don't, I don't know what sort of magical cream they use, but <laughs> I assume it's the same sort of cream that deals with uh, Win West. So, <laughs> And then our dear, dear friend, uh, Taylor Jew, his, uh, said that uh, Tara and I will just miss you in Vegas, but have fun. And this is for Asgard and the Kittens for Christmas. Yeah, you can tell this has been, this has been waiting for a while. We apologize profusely. <laughs> But uh, I, I was working on a lot of stuff. I was working on a lot of stuff. And yeah, you do. I, I have to believe you get it. I have to believe that you get it. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, I don't know what else to do for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, yeah. 
<laughs> for you non-Patreon subscribers, you got what you paid for. How's that? <laughs> there you go. All right, well, listen, I think that's probably going to do it for episode 256 and not a moment too soon. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can buy merchandise from our store. It's zazzle.com slash 360vegas. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send us some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well. It's over on the blog's main page. Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360 Vegas Tony. You just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.